This is another episode of Free of Fearful of Joy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As you can see, Hollywood's in the background because that's where we're coming to you from. Mm-hmm. You know, the place where I was born and raised. What up? <laughs> but this is not a real time situation. It's raining cats and dogs again. Outside. I know. And supposedly again. it never rains in California. Bullshit. It rains in California now. <laughs> like we're almost like separating from the United States and becoming the country that we should be. The country of California. (laughs) I know that's just so wrong. I know people just feel like Californians. We're just so full of ourselves. And maybe we are a little bit because this is the greatest state in this country. I mean, let's be honest. Let's just be honest, right? Along with that, it is Black History Month. Woo! Yay! (laughs) Power to the people. I am Black History enough for all of you. Okay. I was going to like dress up and, you know, in the the clothing of our motherland, but this best suits me because I'm African American, you know. And uh I do, you know, my mom is from the south and um she and her friends were carried out of a Woolworths for protesting in the 60s and she marched with Dr. King on the Edmund Pettus Bridge and uh you know, I think all of us feel the same way that I am black history. So I wasn't just saying that tongue in cheek. I am saying that I am a product of the people and the ancestors that went before me that made all these sacrifices. So I could be here today as fabulous as ever. So thank you, parents, grandparents, and ancestors for paving the way for the rest of us. Okay. With that being said, Sarah, She's like, okay, I'm not saying shit. (laughs) I'm over here saying nothing. I am listening. (laughs) So with that, we're going to transition into what we are talking about today. And today we're talking about keeping your expectations in check. Okay. Keeping your expectations in check is hard. Um, We all have things that we oh here it comes look at that here it comes maybe dun, 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 dun. Keep your expectations in check yay um with what that comes a lot of things um you know some of us you know as an overview fantasy and you know reality and all those things but sarah what do you think about expectations what's the the big thing that people need to think about first we all, not just say people, but all of us. That everybody. So specifically, I think we set ourselves up for high expectations and then followed up by um, unhappy results. And that's the biggest problem with the world today. But beyond that. I, I just want to tell you why I'm laughing right now. I'm getting there. If you are looking to other people to answer what your expectations are or should be, then you're not really being honest with yourself. So it's important to be honest with yourself about like what is it that you're expecting from whatever it is that you do, whether it's your job, family life, your hobbies, your goals, whatever it may be. Just be honest with yourself and have a conversation about what is it that I truly want and do you really want it and are you going to ask for it? So not getting your goals confused with your expectations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So I also feel like that is something that being truthful in your frame of mind, like um, sometimes people see themselves as 
something that they are not. And I don't, I don't want to squash anyone's dreams, but let's just use this as an example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, say that I, well, no, I'm five, five. Okay. And, um, I want to be a model. I want to be a runway model. Now I'm, I'm getting job offers as a face model, as like sportswear model, but I'm turning all those down because I want to be a runway model. Now, your goal is to be a model, but you're not getting the fact that runway models tend to be five, eight to six feet. And very few, there are a few that are in the five, eight range. And, but, you know, we all know who they are. They're icons Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, stunning and not that you aren't stunning, but, you know, being a model doesn't just mean being a runway model. You can still have a bunch, you know, a national dove campaign, or you could be the next, you know, you know, Morphe, Mac, you know, Charlotte Tilbury girl or whatever, you're still achieving your goal, Mm -hmm. but get out of the way of your. The end goal. Get out of the way of the fantasy part, Mm -hmm. you know, the fantasy part, you know, it's that part is okay. Cause the thing is, is that you have to constantly keep saying to yourself, like, am I achieving my goal? Maybe I'm not equipped to be, or maybe I am not, um, what that looks like. Um, and this is not about plus size models or anything like this. This is just an example. Like I am so happy to see real women, real women, Mm -hmm. real bodies, unairbrushed bodies, out in the world now. It makes me happy every time I look at it. But there are certain things that are, that, you know, and I'm using this as an example and it might just sound crazy, but keeping a a truthful frame of mind and then saying, looking around and actually being happy that you made it there, you know, without being a little delusional. So um, I'll I'll just use another example. So um, in my late 30s, I decided to go back to school. I was already working in fashion, but I always had a dream of of um, being a swimsuit designer. And so I was at school. I was there. And mind you, I had two kids and I had three jobs and I was going to school. And um, I had to keep asking myself the question, is this what I really want to be away from my kids for days on end and, you know, constantly trying to stay on trend and, you know, checking with what's happening, colors. And I realized I don't want to do this. Even though that had been a long-term dream for me, I just knew that I didn't have what it takes to stay that course. And it wasn't really what I wanted for my life. And so that's when I had to take the delusional out mm-hmm. and, and say, hey, to achieve this and be real about what I needed to do. Like I I needed to spend long hours in the studio. I needed to spend time hunting down fabrics. I needed to spend time researching designs. I needed to spend time figuring out, you know, what was going to work best on a woman's body, dealing with models, all those sorts of things. And I just realized I didn't really have that much of a love of that. So I had to think about what it was that I really wanted. And what I wanted was to move up further in the fashion industry that I was in, which was, you know, 
mar merchandising and marketing. So I changed my major, <laughs> went into merchandising and marketing, and that worked out much better for me because it was just an advance of what I was already doing. Mm. So that's what I mean about being realistic about where you're going, mm -hmm. you know, and what sacrifices you have to make in your whole life to go forward. So, yeah. So I guess at that point, I'm just kind of staying in the moment. And do you ever have times like that where you feel like you're staying in the moment, Sarah? Oh. <laughs> like I just disappeared in your story. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back. Well, <laughs> well, kind of to relate with you specifically, um, after I graduated from college with as a dance major in performance and choreography, I was like, well, what am I going to do with my life next? And then I ended up getting cancer, and that was fun. And then I woke up really quick. We, you all know, just listen to our earlier episode. Yeah, listen to episode one I, through I don't four. mean to be nonchalant about it, but it's true. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, that shit is over. <laughs> Move over. on. <laughs> Move on. Moving on. But um, but in, I was like, why do I have to wait so long to start a dance company when that's all I wanted? That was the I, I knew I wasn't gonna fit the mold of being a professional dancer because I was always just a little bit thicker. I um I had the desire to want to be dancing and then the the commitment, my physical commitment was there, but I just kept being um shoved away like you don't feel fit the mold you don't fit the mold you don't fit the mold so I made my own mold it was called a dance company and I was able to express my vision and my dance work with people that I trusted and really cultivated um, amazing people that I got to work with with them as artists and me as an artist and we all grew together why did I have to wait until I was like 60 after like having an extensive dance career just to have a dance company mm -hmm. so in my old life I had a dance company and I keep kind of going back to this this sense where I achieved a goal and that felt good, but I'm always kind of missing it. I'm always missing it. And um, I think the, like, I'd like to be delusional and say like, oh, I would love to go and back and create more work in, in LA, but it's really expensive. And yeah. so that's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If you're not well known in the dance world in LA, it's not going to happen for you. <laughs> like, otherwise it's going to be like on the street. <laughs> and then it's and that's and, and no, that's be, perfectly okay. In Santa Monica, I've seen some amazing dancers yeah. out there. But what dance does for me, it does allow me to be in the moment. As soon as I, like, I was thinking about, why was I so spazzy last week? <laughs> and I was uh, like, oh, I was still very much in, <laughs> like, I mean, like, still spazzy. It is a constant state for Sarah. But being in the moment for me helps like means getting into my body and before i arrived here i actually meditated believe it or not when i was getting ready and i took my time getting ready but i was like oh i wish i did just a little bit of stretching and exercise but um that's one tool that i always pull out of the toolbox is stretch get in your body that will help you kind of calm down whatever's happening in your mind and be like, you can have those big dreams and like I, the there's so, kind of a toxic culture of manifesting like, oh, well, if you aren't achieving your goal, then you're not really manifesting. And who are we to judge our different ways of manifestation? Sometimes things can happen very quickly for people if they just kind of put it out there and then let it go. So be adaptable. Be adaptable. Like, be it's okay, okay to with get, the outcome. It's, a, it's be adaptable. It's okay to change your plan. 
you know, you don't just because you said it to other people, because people still walk up to me and say, what happened with your swimsuit line? Mm -hmm. And like, I still have a lot of my sketches. I still have a lot of things because like I went down into like Tulum, Mexico before Tulum was like a huge thing and met this amazing woman who was getting pearls from South Seas. And then, so I started designing bathing suits that had the South Seas pearls in the, you know, in the yoke of the bra and, mm -hmm. and other places. And, you know, showed them to some of the people, but, you know, they weren't really cost effective, you know, South Sea pearls on a freaking bathing suit. Like, you know, there are people who would probably want that, but that's a little intense. Mm -hmm. So, and sourcing those and is that sustainable, blah, 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 blah. So on and on and on, that wasn't really the life for me. Like, because my kids were of young school age, I couldn't. And I didn't have the money to travel with him all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I had to change my plan. And um, so um, within that, I found myself and became stronger. And because I realized that isn't for me. And so following what truly made me happy made me stronger in my mind, mm -hmm. in my spirit, in my body. So I... I I had to think about this saying that I, I heard years ago called, is the juice worth the squeeze? Can you handle the squeeze of the, <laughs> the squeeze of the orange to get the juice? Can you handle that? And I realized the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me. Mm. Like I- A little sour. <laughs> it was a little sour. The orange juice was a little messed up. You know what I'm saying? Too much pulp. Was, yeah, I don't like a lot of pulp. I, don't like a lot of pulp. I had some orange juice that had some pulp today and just from there- it's been Ew. weird. It's been a weird day. Yeah, I bet. It's been a weird day. I bet. Ew. Weird day. You. Um, but yeah, it has created a more confident woman knowing that I'm changing this plan. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to change. And it's going to make me stronger. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to feel like a failure at, it, at all. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, it's my life. I can change the direction that I want to. I know where I ultimately want to be. And here we go. We're going on that ride. Mm -hmm. So- Ask yourself along the journey, is it more important to get to destination or is it the journey that's giving you the, the lift? Mm -hmm. I believe it's the journey because nothing is a straight line, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is like dips, valleys, a sinkhole and, you know. Lots of potholes. 16 <laughs> U-turns. Okay. <laughs> oh, Got to turn around. That was, uh, that was messed up. So, Sarah, along your journey, do you feel like um, you you needed the journey or the destination? Because you had a dream about, you know, your your dance studio, which you started, but then you changed it and became a successful Pilates studio owner. So tell me and everyone else about that. Yeah. Well, so oh, you always dump me sometimes. I just heard you again. <laughs> she does. <laughs> but like in a long and lean way, like in a tree way. <laughs> but I am yeah, green. There, well, because I actually was thinking about this because I find myself stuck in the fantasy uh -huh. all the time, and that's yeah. my problem. <laughs> and I just like woke up about that today. Like, hello, because <laughs> I am such a big dreamer, and like, but I'm really consistent in how I. Uh, like want to achieve that goal. It's like laser focus. Like that's what I want. And that's the only way I'm going to get it is if I do it this way. But oftentimes being adaptable is the way to go. But when I decided to move on from my dance company, it took me like three years to pull that bandaid off. 
because I yeah. didn't want to quite let it go. Mm-hmm. And um, but that was just because that was my outlet of being a creator and being an yeah. artist. It's yeah. not that I don't have other means of you know creating right. work. But um, but I had to focus. I had to be realistic. I had to make money. <laughs> I have a, I have to provide a roof over hey, my head. And I have to lay my legacy. That is exactly what I, you know. I was like, I put out more money than I was bringing in, mm-hmm. and I had kids to feed. Yeah. So I had to change my plan. It so, does. Yeah. yeah. And um, but whatever goals you have in mind, um. Be vibrant with them. Be unrelenting, but also allow yourself to have the opportunity to just get there in a different way. You may you may have like your like the most successful people talk about how they don't talk about what they're doing. <laughs> and they're like, here is a masterclass <laughs> of the seven tips of what to do. And all of it, I kid you not, is about balanced life, being happy, um, uh, achieving what you want at a steady pace. Um, uh, what else is the other one? Um, taking time for yourself. Like, I'm like, you know, you didn't do any of these things to be a Fortune 500 company. (laughs) Bull. And then the word that follows. (laughs) But it just makes me curious. Like the reason why I think we all get our hands deep into like making money is because we really do want to provide happiness for the ones that we love. But at the same time, we can kind of lose ourselves a little bit in finding that sweet balance. That's true. Yeah. But that's where you have to be a little softer with your expectations of yourself and not be so hard on yourself. (laughs) Yeah, which is true. You know, like we said on prior episode, it's your inner voice should be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself. You know, that's a... That's a callback to did I actually answer the question? You did. Okay, good. You did. Otherwise, I would have redirected you. I know. I know. But so the summary is: the journey is just as important as the destination. But maybe the destination just changes a little bit too. Yeah. True. Very true. I don't know. Well. But so my next question for you, though, is along the lines of: Are you okay with the destination changing? Are you okay with your mind changing about it too? I think that we all struggle with that. Like we hold on to a a dream or a goal destination really tightly. And um, again, being honest with yourself and being confident in your decisions and not being insecure, being unsure are definite things that you have to be, you know, and then always I call back to the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm -hmm. It changed my life. And again, If you haven't heard it before, here it is again. Be impeccable in your communication, which means that if you are impeccable in how you talk to yourself, not just other people, then you don't get confused. You're not insecure. You're you're unsure. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. The second thing is don't take things personal. So when you're not making it to your goal destination, don't take it so personal. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay. And then third is don't make any assumptions. So while you're, you know, trying to be impeccable in your communication and trying to not take things personal, don't make an assumption about now I'm a failure because I didn't reach my destination. That's not the truth. The truth is you're just unsure that that's what you really want. And the third is always do your best because you're always doing your best. You're trying to reach your goal. You're trying all these things to get there, but now you're a little unsure, which is okay because you're being impeccable in your communication. And you're 
not taking it personal because it's okay to change your mind and you're not making assumptions because you are being unsure and that's completely okay. And then you're doing your best. So guess what? Change your mind and not feel regret about it. I don't feel any regret about it. And like I said, people still walk up to me today and ask me about my swimsuit line and I'll tell them exactly this. Girl, I'm too old to be running around chasing fabric and shit. <laughs> that's, that's what I say to them. And they're like, no, I get that. I understand because that's the truth. That's the truth. Like I realized like during that time, what I was missing out on while I was traveling to these different places, that I was missing the most important thing in my life, mm -hmm. my kids, mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is, is that I'm thinking, oh, that it'll pay off in the long run. Okay, yeah, it'll pay off in the long run, mm -hmm. but what do I lose mm -hmm. in the same time, mm -hmm. at the same time? So I'm, I'm very, very uh, aware of that all the time. And it doesn't make my confidence waver because I see the love and appreciation mm -hmm. from my children. Mm -hmm. They're around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> They're around a lot. They're around a lot. But from that experience, when you like, that's why you learned. Like, that's why you know that it wasn't something that you wanted to pursue. You have to live. You have to. You have to, you have to experience try. it mm -hmm. to know that you don't want it. Mm -hmm. You can't just sit there and say, oh, I read this. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. No, you have to go out and experience it and do it yourself. And I'm not talking about if someone tells you, you know, don't put a firecracker in your ass. Don't do and that. And you just decide that you're going to do it anyway because just you thought that. on jackass. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is experience things that le will lead to your goal instead of just, you know, flashing it around in your mind. You do not need to Google everything and read a oh Yelp review gosh. on everything. You don't, Please. you don't, Please. you don't make the decision for yourself, whether or not you like that place. And even if it's like a restaurant that's like sketchy, just, you don't know, it might like be the best mom and pop place or like the most delicious food ever. Those are some of my favorite you places, gotta live. by the way. Mm -hmm. I love mom and pop places. I love hole in the walls. Yes. You know, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've dragged you to a couple and you're like, what the, and I'm like, I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Um, yeah. So that makes me think of which is one of your fortes you're super curious i am very curious. you're very curious <laughs> and and adventurous we both are very adventurous we're like fuck it let's do it yeah. <laughs> you know let's try try i i drag my feet a little bit i will say like sarah will recommend things it could be the smallest things and my you know my uh hard programming is is negativity <laughs> <laughs> Like hard programming, I have worked a very long time to get past it, past the negativity. And Sarah being like hardwired positivity, it just like you know, it just it just negates all of mine. I'm like, all right, let's go. You first, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, being curious and adventurous is so important. Just check it out a little bit. Yeah. Check things out. Speculate. Open yourself up to new possibilities. All new possibilities. And speculate the crap out of that question. Like, for instance, for instance, curiosity can kill the cat, but at the same time. Yeah, but what really killed the cat? <laughs> oh, Sarah. Um, curious of nature is the human experience. Mm -hmm. If you are not curious and have a sense of adventure and wonder, you never expand yourself. 
And change is very important. Change is is great for your soul. Change is great for your mind. You know, curious, adventurous experimentation mm -hmm. is what most people should be. But a lot of people like to repeat the same patterns. Yes. They like to do the same things because it's secure. Mm -hmm. So they do the same things. They go to the same places. They don't ever venture outside of that. And unfortunately for me, that is so boring. And, and my family gets so irritated with me because there are like, let's just use restaurants as an example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I have favorite restaurants on the boulevard, but when they don't change their menu for years, I, I have to take a break from them. And they're like, why? Let's just go here. And I'm like, they haven't changed their menu in years. Mm -hmm. And I know that that works for them, but I don't feel like having any of that tonight. I mm -hmm. want something different. Mm -hmm. Let's be curious. Let's try this place down the street, which completely annoys my husband. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I suggested a place, you know, the new, this new uh, restaurant opened up, but they don't take any reservations. And, you know, him being the you know aristocrat that he is, he's like, you mean I have to stand and wait for a table? <laughs> yes, yes, but I heard that this place is very good. Mm -hmm. Like he went on like a a little bit of a rant mm -hmm. about it. And he finally decided that we were, it happened to pour rain mm -hmm. because this was this week. And but his nature is not curious like that. Mm -hmm. He's adventurous, but he's not curious. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. And so, um, you know, not everybody's built for curiosity, but I would suggest curiosity and, and uh, adventure brings change and change is good. Change no matter, is a constant. It's a constant. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid <laughs> it's it. Inevitable. You just can postpone it. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. Well, yeah. And then you don't want to go swimming down denial. No. No. That's a river in Egypt, honey. Yes. That's I was a river in Egypt. I do not recommend it. <laughs> Don't forget to use your boat outside, though. You're <laughs> <laughs> a trip. Um, so saying all that to say, pay attention to the signs around you. Um, you know, not everybody believes in a higher power or they believe in the universe. Or they believe in the power of the people, whatever it is that your feeling is. There are signs that God, the universe, and other people give you that direct you where you're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. So don't ignore them because yeah, you know yeah. that it's going to be changed. Yeah. Because the thing is the sign will keep coming for you. And as you go the wrong direction, then everything will fall apart in mm -hmm. that direction, which will let you know that, hey, make that U-turn mm -hmm. in your life and go the other way. That's what you should have been doing the whole time. Instead of following down the wrong path, mm -hmm. following a, 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 um, What's the word I'm looking for? Following a, what we're talking about, dream, goal, that's unrealistic mm -hmm. to a point where you- The fantasy. The fantasy. Mm -hmm. Following a fantasy down a road that just takes you to ruin, mm -hmm. you know, because it's easier. Sometimes it's easier to go in a direction that's not good for you and instead of going in the direction that is good for you because it's going to be hard. And um, I think all of us just want to avoid the hard. But like I said, you can avoid it. You can postpone it, but it's coming. Mm -hmm. So follow the signs. Listen to them. Use your intuition. Listen to your gut. I can't tell you how many times I haven't listened to my gut when I even came to dating. Because <laughs> I was just like, nah, you ain't know that. That can't be true. Yeah, it's true. You weren't listening to your inner voice. So... Um, listen to your inner voice. Sarah, does your inner voice 
talk to you softly or does it yell at you? Because mine yells at me. <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation before. We have. <laughs> right now, uh-huh. mine's like, oh, um, I don't know if you want to, but maybe we could try this. <laughs> <laughs> But listening to signs, so I kid you not, changes are happening in my studio right now. And um, I received notice from one of my teachers that I love her to death. But unfortunately, life is moving on for her, and that's totally cool. Doors always open. Love working with her. But I kid you not, every time that something like that happens, two days later, I already am getting an email from another inquiring teacher looking for work. And I'm just like, I was like, thank you, universe. You have got my back yet again for the hundredth time because I just kind of sit and wait. I I dig my my feet when it comes to decisions about my business. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I really believe that slow choices will help you predict the trajectory of your business a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and there's, and then it allows you to have more adaptable uh, uh, mechanisms so that you're like, oh, well, it didn't quite make that goal for that month, but knowing that I was prepared for inflation or whatever, you know, and like that, that might reduce um, clientele that, that I was prepared for that. So that's a good example. Inflation but is killing us all. It is. And we're all just going to ride it out It'll, and everything will thrive again. And I believe that not to be, um, uh, but paying attention to the signs is the most important thing because I just like, every time I get that email, I'm just like, and I doubted. <laughs> Know, that my, little voice inside was like, oh, you're not going to find someone fast enough. So why don't you just, uh, you know, uh, find a good solution that's equitable now and then really take your time to find the right teacher. And I was like, you know what? I like that little voice because she gets that I'm indecisive right now. Right. <laughs> she gets it. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's not going to push me. I, I am so at a place where I, I don't worry. And... Um, we have been trying to lease one of our homes for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, inflation, taxes, all that stuff is killing us. And we've had a couple of, you know, leases fall through and, um, and, uh, you know, and a sale of the home fall through in the last like six months. And we were contemplating like, what are we going to do? You mm-hmm. know, I started looking into, you know, maybe, you know, because I don't want to manage an Airbnb and I don't want to manage a VRBO, but I did start looking into that just to, you know, keep the, you know, keep the efforts, the, the efforts mm-hmm. and like keep a positive cash flow from that property. And, um, you know, my, I just kind of like sat around and like did that very kind of, because I just kept feeling that it was going to be okay. And then, um, we got a call from a couple who had looked at the house like six months ago mm-hmm. and they're there. Unfortunately they had a fire at their home. Mm. They had to move out okay. and they wanted to know if the house was still available and that they were going to give us all like six months rent in advance. So yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but that's the, the thing, like just patience, patience, mm-hmm. um, faith, and um, listening to that, you know, that little inner voice that says, it's going to be okay. You know, don't panic. Mm-hmm. So when this came through, just to give you an example, um, my husband was like, he's like, you told me I was around here freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> you know, he's been like twisted up in a knot about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to be okay. 
I already know it's going to be okay. And so he sent me a message and he was like, he's like, I never have faith and you always do. Thank you. So, um, I, uh, I appreciate that. Cause I just, I don't really think about it that much, mm -hmm. but he reminded me that like, you know, patience and understanding that some things don't go to plan. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I said, we had all those fails at failed attempts, but just kind of waited it out. Um, because our expectation was that it would be sold or rented, but guess what? What's happened in mm -hmm. the world? You know, mm -hmm. mortgage rates are crazy. Mm -hmm. People are being very cautious about what they do with when buying a house right now. So, um, you know, we just had to restructure how we did things and um, it happened to work out in our favor. So I am very grateful to the, for that. Um, I just want to uh, um, want people out there to know that that you can have faith, be confident in that, um, be, you know, determined about your goals but don't be delusional about your goals. Be Have high expectations, but not unrealistic expectations. Um, and be open to change and be adaptable in everything that you do. Um, and I think there's someone that can, um, that can talk about like adaptability, but in like in a different way, mm -hmm. you know, because um, she really likes to experiment with things. I do. <laughs> I'm talking about Sarah and Sarah is notorious for food experimentations that go terribly wrong. And, and I'm saying this because Sarah can cook. I can cook. She can cook, but sometimes she decides to do a refrigerator. Loaded. No. So, I'm gonna, so we're going to, we're going to trans, we're going to go to this next segment, which Armand, help me out. This, yeah. Ta-da! Okay, so real quick about this graphic. Thank you, Canva. That is it. Yes, it says cooking experiments with Sarah. And <clears throat> very important, do not try this at home. Okay. Do not try this at home. Don't okay? try this at home. Do not. There's a no. little explosion at the bottom of that. Right there will happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love cooking. And I have a, I only go grocery shopping like once a month, okay? And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is I order it on Ralph's and then I pick it up. But and it's, Don't we all? Uh, yes. I was like, <laughs> let's make life as easy as possible. So thank you, Ralph's, for that feature. Thank and you, all, Instacart. <laughs> Instacart. All of y'all who do that, you're amazing. Um. But I have a lot of frozen meat from ButcherBox. <laughs> so we're talking about like salmon, scallops, chicken, and it's just sitting there in the freezer. And I'm like, am I ever going to use this? And then I, then I started looking up recipes for crockpots. And I was like, oh, salmon crockpot. That can't go badly. It went very badly. Very badly. Okay, so first and foremost, don't put salmon in a crockpot, okay? Just don't do it. <laughs> Why, okay. Sarah? Because number one, you're going to walk away from it for six to eight hours. <laughs> it's going to get really dry. <laughs> Just don't do it. But the flavoring was okay. Okay, so I took salmon with some onion to make like, you know, one of those, uh, what are those things called? It's like um, to keep the moisture and like in the flavor circulating in the little hot bath but um and then I add mango salsa and then on top of the mango salsa was barbecue so I call this uh salmon 
barbecue mango surprise <laughs> in a crock pot in a crock pot. in a crock pot <laughs> so the flavor of it was okay if you wanted to have a dehydrated version of salmon so it was like salmon jerky it was salmon jerky okay the only good thing about this meal was the rice okay <laughs> was the rice did you cook the rice in the crock pot too? no i did not cook the rice in the crock pot <laughs> i'll do that later <laughs> i think everybody would want to know if you put the rice in i did not put the okay. rice in the crock pot i repeat the rice was in a rice cooker and it was perfect it was delicious so were you following a recipe or did was this uh, something that you created I, yourself i created it myself but i loosely followed recipes and what i mean by that is i read it once and then i was like oh it's in there and then I walked away okay. from it. Okay, yeah. so you just decided that you were better than the recipe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but again, two things that would have been better about all of that was more salmon. Okay. A lot more salmon More in salmon there jerky. In less time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. think that was the problem, Sarah. No, okay. But this next one I made was a win. And it actually tasted pretty good. Okay, so I like to, one of my hacks is I like to think, get, take things that are already made and then put it together okay. to save time. Okay. So I went to Ralph's and I got Panera tortilla soup. And um, I wrangled some tortillas from my mom. Love you, mom. Thanks. And uh, just uh, cheddar and like a Mexican blend cheese. And I cut the tortillas in a nice little square to fit the casserole dish. And then I put a layer of cheese and then a layer of the soup. And I did that like three times and finished, finished it off with a layer of the tortillas and the cheese it was delicious except for the fact that it was mostly soup <laughs> so you it did not take on a casserole like quality okay <laughs> and it was edible though it was edible <laughs> so basically you took tortilla soup and put it in a casserole dish and expected it to become a casserole yeah and i heated it up and i basically still had soup it was still soup it was still it was soup. And let's just be honest it was tortilla soup it was tortilla soup still in a casserole dish <laughs> But it was good. Oh, oh, but I forgot. I added, is good. I added more chicken to it. Okay. So I took a roasted chicken that was already made. Yeah. yeah the that I thought it was thickened. But no, you have to add flour. So note to self. Less soup, more thickener agent, whatever that may be. Because cheese doesn't do that either. That will make it only more soupier. <laughs> there is a huge hole in your recipe, but I'm gonna let you keep going. The flour. That's not it. No. No. Okay, what is it? <laughs> what? Sarah, soup is soup. Soup <laughs> is not going to thicken. No, but you have to even put a little if flour. you put flour in it, you would have made a tortilla like floury bake. Because what happens is oh. this the flour would have just congealed together, would have just pulled itself. Together. Oh, so it's good that I didn't do that. Yes. It's good that I just like I just you, owned the soup and yeah. it was still soup. In a casserole dish. Okay. Yes. All right, okay. this next one oh my. was my best of the worst. <laughs> okay, so I took pork, barbecue pork with frozen vegetables. That's where I went wrong. That's where I went really wrong. And guess where I put it? In the crock pot. <laughs> so, so and then I recap, walked away. <laughs> so you put frozen, frozen vegetables. vegetables and already cooked pork. Uh, if I it's think already barbecue, 
It's already cooked, right? You're just basically heating it up. Yeah, and it didn't go very well. So I walked aw- I walked away from it for an hour when I went on a walk, and then I came back, and it wasn't really warm yet. So then I took it out of the crock pot, and I threw it into the stir- – the, the A walk? Stri- Whoa. What am I – why am I having a, a frying pan? Okay. But with the thicker one, like the – I think it's a saucepan that's like thick, right? Skillet. A skillet? Yeah, 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 yeah. But a thicker skillet, yeah. a sauce skillet. But <laughs> – and then I heated it up. And then I was like, okay, this is going relatively well. And at that point, the rice was already made. So then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just, you know, I want to add another flavor to it. So let's take some eggs. <laughs> so let me just get this clear. You've got cooked barbecue pork, mm-hmm. some vegetables that are frozen. Frozen vegetables, yes. And and now and raw then- egg? Raw egg that I'm about to throw in. Okay. And then the rice. Now, I took all of the rice out of the rice maker. Not just like half of it. All of it. So and like I put it in the in the in the, the nice skillet. Family size of rice. Yeah, the like most of it, like all of it. Okay. And it was like it covered the entire pan. Okay. And then when I dropped the egg in it, I was like, oh, this is gonna totally be pork fried rice. Totally. It's just gonna totally work. <laughs> it did not work. It became a pork fried fried rice mound. Mound. Like it was just like it like took on the shape of the the skillet. Like and like then a, like I could like, a blob. like I blob. It was a blob. It was a blob. It was a blob. Let's what be honest. What color it was, a blob. was it, Sarah? A little off-white. <laughs> the rice or the the pork? All of it was brown. The pork was like like well, and also because I let it like I turned up the heat, but then it like got like it started becoming crispy, but it was like mush crisp. It was a mush crisp. Oh, <laughs> mush, mush crisp. <laughs> Say that three times. I've never heard that word it's before. A mush crisp. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And then I was like, red pepper remix. <laughs> So Red pepper more. flakes on top of it. So then after all of that, I was like, well, I gotta keep it warm. warm so I put it back. You put in it the back pot. in the crock pot? Holy crap. <laughs> How long? How long did you have to long enough? Long enough for it to just be steam. <laughs> So at that point, you know, a couple bites in, inedible. So you tried to or, eat it. Yeah, just to like try because it was a lot of food and, you know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I can cook, I promise. But I'm not afraid to epically fail in the kitchen. Like, I feel like I, like the more I fail in the kitchen, the better I'm going to be because I learned <laughs> the curve of learning. It's just, whoo, through the roof. Oh, my gosh. But, no, don't put everything in your refrigerator and food. Just don't. It doesn't work. Sarah, I'm going to have to ask you to stop experimenting. <laughs> Are we having an intervention? I'm having an intervention with your ass right now. Oh, my God. So, when Jara and I talked about this, then she was, you know, giving me really good tips on actually how to cook. And in a crock like, pot. And I was like, I just, like, it's like I get spazzy. Again, nothing new, but like when I like cook, I'm just like, oh, I'll try this, I'll try that. And then I'm like, I'm like, I should have stopped at the rice. Right. I should have, like the pork in the vegetables should have just well, been the pork in the vegetables. Put them aside. It should have just put been them the on pork. top of the rice. It should have been the pork. It should have been the vegetables. It should have been the rice. 
Yeah. And then no egg. Like, no egg. No, no egg. egg. It could have been just three different things. It did not right. need to be a mush crisp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I'll have to say that I had one really bad. And by the way, um, I don't like to cook. I cook well. I don't you like do. to cook. I don't like you to make cook. the best food. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't like to cook. Um, but you know, a few years ago and like at the top of the pandemic, everybody was into those, um, Instapots, you know, uh, air fryers yeah, were yeah, like yeah. new. So I bought a combo one and I saw this recipe in there that said that, cause I, I don't, I, I don't remember. It's like when the Ninja foodie or something. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, you could cook your vegetables and your steak at the same time. What? So I decided, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, you could cook it frozen. You don't even need to. So I got these cuts of meat because my husband has an obsession with Omaha steaks and I, I don't even remember. They might've been fillets. I don't know what they were. So I put them in the bottom part of this thing. And then I put, oh no, you could cook vegetables, mashed potatoes and the meat all at the same time. So I put all these things in the Ninja Foodie and turned it on per the recipe. Those recipes in the Ninja Foodie catalog. Are, so the steaks turned into bricks. Ooh. They were like big brown bricks. Oh no. And then the mashed potatoes were literally like tile putty. <laughs> they were so thick. And they had good flavor though. Thick and the vegetables will burn to the crisp at the top. Damn, I know, yeah. I know, but like sometimes shit just goes wrong in the kitchen, mm -hmm. you know. And it was really a novelty for my family because they've never seen me to like totally screw up a meal. But I called them all over to take a look at it. I was like, This is what happened, we're having pizza. <laughs> we're having pizza. But that was probably the one and only time. But I know how it's like you're sad. But at the same time, relieved, relieved, <laughs> and almost feel comical. It's typical. But you do that way more than me because you just keep yeah. trying. This was like the last month. <laughs> this is in the last month. But I know you did something else. Like you did something wrong with the pierogies last time. Oh God! Are we are we calling back to the pierogies? I just am saying, like you've had a few in the last year, like that I can remember. That was, no, but that pierogi incident. Yes, that was, that was years ago. Okay, I'm sorry. Ago. I I called. Ago. I thought it was this past Christmas. <laughs> no, cause no, cause what we? Oh no, you're talking about the butter that exploded in the microwave. No, that's <laughs> do not put three sticks of butter in the microwave for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Holy crap. Anyway, Sarah, it was, it was comical. That was comical. I, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So anyway, um, is that's all. That, yeah. But it's making me hungry. Is this weird that like we're having this conversation it, of weird no, food? It's not, it's no, okay. not. I'll just say this, that, you know, being curious of mine and adventurous can pay off. Mm -hmm. It can pay off. Mm -hmm. You know, your tortilla soup casserole. <laughs> Paid off. Was the only thing that came good, like came out of that, that was actually edible. Let's just be honest. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of your experimentation. Thank you. You're Thank very you. welcome. You know, I, I don't experiment like that with food because I don't want to have to make a second meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it right and be out of the kitchen as fast as possible. That's right. Um, so to just like wrap up our, you know, being real with your expectations, keeping your expectations in check, darlings. Um, you know, it could be anything as simple as dinner mm -hmm. <laughs> or it could be something as complicated as, you know, whatever your heart's dream desire is. Um, 
just make sure that you know when you've made pork rice egg surprise mm-hmm. versus, you know, tortilla casseroles. <laughs> I don't even, uh, really, though, really, though, um, stay rooted in reality. There's something that um, Buddha says, you know, don't dream of the future. Don't dwell in the past. Stay in the now. So keep yourself rooted in your reality. And um, fantasy is good as long as you have a plan to get yourself there and you don't become distracted or delusional about it along the way. Um, If you've got the experience, the skill, you've put in the time, and you have all the elements to make it happen, make it happen. But if you're still there sitting there thinking about it and talking about it and not making any moves for it, are you really being realistic with your expectation? You know, everything takes time, drive, and perseverance. Um, So keep yourself rooted in the reality. Like I said, don't dwell in the past. Don't dream of the future. Stay in the now. See how I did that both ways? Mm -hmm. Anyway, darlings, it's been lovely, lovely time with you. And um, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Free of fear, full of joy. Free of fear, full of joy. Free of fear, full of joy. Bye, darlings. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Hello, darlings. I'm Jahari. Hi, I'm Sarah. And this is Free of Fear, full of joy. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Spotify, Pandora, or Audible. And for our latest content, follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram at Free of Fear, Full of Joy. Also, you can follow us at Free of Fear, Full of Joy.com. Oh!